This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Retire your overplayed playlist. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. So you can discover new-to-you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store. You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex and City podcast where we are shooting the shit about every episode of the original show, two movies, and now the next chapter, and just like that. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am joined by, of course, Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm... I'm good. You know, we're barreling towards the end of In Just Like That. I'm really looking forward to getting back to season two. Me too. Not only so we can record at a normal time, but also I'm just missing... The old times. I'm missing the old, the before world. Before I knew what the word metaverse meant. Yes. I'm missing... I'm missing it all. Now, you know who I'm missing? Danny Pellegrino. Oh, of course. What a great little interview that was. What a great guest. And the amount of people who reached out to me, old friends, new friends, people I didn't even know watched Bravo, who were like, I cannot believe you got your eyes on Danny. And I was like, yeah, it was a star. He was amongst us. Yeah, my heart was racing. To see his sweet little face pop up on Zoom. What a thrill. And I've met Meryl Streep, and I was like, this is better. And honestly, it was so nice that he was having technical issues, because it made me feel good. (laughs) I was like, if Danny has problems... Mercury's in retrograde, affecting all of our tech. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if we're even recording this podcast. Isn't it like Mercury is in like Aquarius or something? So it's like fucking with everyone's technology, which clearly- after that, we're going to need to be held accountable for our actions. It's like, leave me alone. Yeah, get the fuck off my dick. I can't. Enough is going on in 2022. I'm tired. No, this is the longest month I've ever experienced. It is shocking it's still January. I feels like it should be March. I'm like, should we be putting the Christmas lights up? I feel done. I I don't know. I feel like I should be carving a pumpkin. It's also 10 degrees out. Ruby had to get booties. 
I mean, it's a nice 30 degrees here, but you know. It literally is like freezing. Okay, no one cares about weather. Let's Truly. get into it. <laughs> what did like, you think of this episode overall? I have so many mixed feelings. A part of me loved it. This was a real grab bag of an app for And me. a part of me hated it. Yeah. This was like we just turned the purse over, emptied it out, and just mm-hmm. everything's out, baby. Yep. I didn't know what I felt the whole time. I will say they finally gave me what I've been begging for, which is all the gals together. Now, I wish Che Diaz had rolled through. When I saw the limo pull up, I was like, is that Che? I, I genuinely, horrified. when that limo pulled up, was like, what's happening? Is Samantha Is Ramona here? Singer about? <laughs> I thought Samantha had joined us. I was like, episode nine, we're doing it. Yeah, it's happening. Then Charlotte came out and I was like, why is Charlotte in a limo? But then we saw LTW. Right. Just to talk about kind of generally, because she doesn't really factor in that heavily into like the more plot oriented story. She is such that bitch. The fact that she strolled in. I love that Karen Pittman, who plays Dr. Nia Wallace, played her as a little intimidated by LTW. Like, when she gets out of the car, it's kind of like, who is this woman? Yeah. That, like, who is this woman with all these pockets? Who's also so organized, brought a camera, is calling Has up food trucks. Has kids. Like, is that bitch? And she's like, my husband's in the car. And I like that, you know, Nia, or not Nia, excuse me, um, LTW got out and she was like, I didn't order this limo. Like, this is just what came and she knows who Nia Wallace is. I, I appreciate that Professor Nia Wallace is like, um, her name perceives yeah. her. That people, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is a established, important person. Right. And LTW's quite wealthy, so. I, we and talk I should about also add LTW a, was wearing. a, like, noted documentarian. What did you say? We have to talk about what she was wearing. Chris. She I mean, a, I counted no less than 47 pockets. And one of them, like, they were all holding something different. One of them, held, she was holding a hairbrush on her bicep. Well, maybe that's just, like, a modern take on just a big-ass pouch. <laughs> I was like, what am I looking at? I, I thought she looked beautiful. I loved her glasses. Oh, stunning. And the hair? She looked gorgeous. What a looker. I just wish we were getting more of LTW. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that because Nicolari Parker is probably the most famous of the of our new additions. Although Sarah Ramirez is, is very famous from Grey's. Yeah. But I think she's getting her due because Che Diaz is the, the most prominent of our four new characters. Right, right. I think everyone just assumed Nicolari Parker was the new Samantha. And there even was an article yeah. where she was saying, I'm not, but I'm very excited to be in the show. Yeah. But even when she said that, we were like, but she's definitely going to be like the fourth new friend. Totally. And she's the one we've gotten the least with, and I need yeah. more of her because she's so I know. she's so major. She's stunning. Stunning. I just like I'm captivated by her when she's on screen. I just like can't stop staring at her. And then of course, you know, if you go on her Instagram. I mean, it's sick what they're up to over there. That beauty. <gasps> that beauty. For all of you who family. don't know, she is married to Boris Kojo, a man who I'm not even sure when came into my life, but He's, it's almost like he's always walking with me. He's always, yeah. And I can't, I can't name a movie that he's in, but I've seen it. I want to say he's in those first, well, I was going to say the first Wives Club, but he's definitely not in that. The (laughs) Best Man movies? (laughs) See him those? Oh, he might be. He is so handsome and they are so in love and not in a way that I find disgusting. And that is truly 
an accomplishment. No, and I'm honestly, I'm tired of people talking about your machine gun Kellys and your this ones and that one. Let's talk about these two. They are the hottest couple. So hot. And he's on, I believe, a Shonda Rhimes show on ABC that comes on after Grey's about firefighters and might have to get my eye on it. I would love to see him in a little fireman's uniform. I would love to see him fighting fire shirtless. It doesn't make any sense, but Shonda will make it happen. And honestly, if we need somebody to roll through Bridgerton, why can't it be him? Exactly. Get him in there. He could be, he's certainly hotter than, what was that guy's name we were all like throwing our panties at because it was locked down? Oh, the French guy? Régé Jean Page. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Is that how you say it? Régé Jean Page? (laughs) What was his ca- that show? I cannot believe we were all wasting our time watching that. Can't wait for season two. I know, I and we will be doing a Bridgerton recap. I'm sure on this podcast. Oh, we'll definitely be bringing it up occasionally. Every so we're gonna be like, so they good. were fucking again. Yeah, they when they were like fucking in the gazebo last season. I was like, with like the really acoustic good. version of like bad guy playing in the background. Loved it. I loved all of that. I was like, it was such a high. Okay, we can't get into that. We. We can't. That was another show you and I took down in like two seconds, (laughs) texting constantly. Like, like, have you gotten episode eight? Yeah, and we were like thrilled. It was thrilling because it was like kind of feeling like he hoodwinked me for like a few weeks, and I was like, he is the hottest thing I've ever seen. And now I look at him and I'm like, what were were we? We were down bad if we cared that much. We hadn't got our vaccines yet. We like we we weren't even indoors. No wonder, no. We, no wonder we were up in the house. Oh, just yeah, like, we had nothing. We were literally locked down in our goddamn houses watching yeah. Bridgerton. It was the most watched show on Netflix ever. And it should have been. I can't wait for season two, even though I hated it. And, um, and those brothers all look him. like the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, we're not getting him again. No, we're landing on Jonathan Bailey as our new lead. <sighs> and I'll take what I can get. Yeah, exactly. Should we get into Sex in the City? <laughs> Yes. Oh, wait, I did want to say kind of another thing generally about the new characters. Something I've been thinking about is, is why don't we feel as connected to these new people? Now, obviously, it's because we don't, haven't spent a million years watching them. Right. But I think it's also because in the original series, Charlotte, Miranda, and Samantha were archetypes. And so they were so clearly defined in what their responses were going to be. And these new characters are, I don't want to say better written, but at least they are written in a way that isn't just like, I'm the cynical one. I'm the optimistic one. I'm the sexy one who doesn't want to date. Mm -hmm. It made it easy to, you you could always, even in your day-to-day life, think, well, that's what Miranda would say about this. And in this show, it's like, oh, these are characters who have differing opinions, who might be positive about one thing, a little down on another. Naya is a very complex person in the sense that I don't think she even knows where she, if, how she feels about having children, right. and we'll get to that. But I think that in making them more complex, it's made them unknowable in a way that the original series, it was, we know what these women are up to and who they are yeah. because they're basically archetypes that the actresses are deepening through their performances, but they each have their like color or bell they're ringing yeah. very deeply. And always the same does that make sense a hundred percent but i also think it's um been difficult to really like grab onto them because they keep like dangling the carrot and then taking it away like we'll get a scene with naya and miranda and then we don't see her for two episodes like i wanted a little bit i think more consistency 
with the new people. Like I wanted more of them. Well, I feel, and this is something we talked about with Danny and you, you guys are talking about this show. Like it follows any rules. <laughs> you guys are wanting I would like it too. You guys are looking for, and just like that to do something. I don't think it's ever going to do like, I'm like, guys, no. what are your expectations? It's never going to do that. You're like, I can't. Um, why isn't there any consistent storytelling? I'm like, don't come looking for that. That ain't here. But that's what I would like to see. I know. And I guess I'm just so okay with what we're getting because my expectations are just like in the sub-basement. Literally. This is fine, guys. See, I just wanted like a little bit more consistency. Like I think waiting for so long for like a new season or a new series. Like I just wanted – I just wanted something different and I'm kind of upset that we didn't get it. Well, let's get into the specifics of this one, which, as we said, has, I think, some great stuff in it, and then some some of the most shocking things I've ever seen on this show in terms of, like, what's happening. Yeah. Can we start with Miranda and Che? Of course. First and foremost, they're out to dinner. Why the fuck are they eating at this shit diner? Okay, I had so many thoughts about this diner. So they're in a diner, but the food they were eating looked, like, high-end. And maybe that's what this diner is, we saw, because they really like lingered on the- highbrow, lowbrow. Yeah, they lingered on the title of the diner. At, it was like, was it the Midtown Diner or Motown yeah. Diner? I don't know what the fuck it was, but I just yeah. didn't want to be in there. No, but it felt right, because they're like chill people, and they eat at Are they? Well, chill. Well, okay, chill. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wrong choice of words I for I would not Miranda. consider, hey, it's Che Diaz and Miranda on one Hobbs. As chill. Oh God. Yeah. No, Chase seems like pretty like low key. Like I but Miranda this episode. I loved it, but she was on I was one. living <laughs> for her chaos. So we're at the diner, and again, what I want is first and foremost, can I just say I think Che is so beautiful. Oh my God. I thought the exact same thing. And I don't know because not Mar- right. Che compliments Miranda, and then Miranda says whatever. Add in 90 words from the internet adjective I can use for you. But Mm -hmm. so I don't know. Beautiful. I'm just so transfixed when Sarah is on the scene. When she enters the chat, the Zoom of whatever this show is, I'm like, I just love to look at them. I know. I love it. And I don't know if it's because I have that like Grey's Anatomy connection with, with them, like where it's Callie, but also it's this new person. And it's like... I just remember thinking Callie is when she was on Grey's or when they were on Grey's was so beautiful. Like I was obsessed. I know, but Ka- they but they often looked wild on that show. How they styled Callie? Really? The, go back like and look at like seasons. their hair. They could not figure out Callie's hair for the entirety of their run on the show. Oh. So it's often incredibly but, distracting. But they have such a beautiful face. Oh, like that face. Scorched. I mean, that that sweet little face. I just love to look at it. I know. And they have such like a nice presence on the screen. like, just, like And very confident. I just yes. I love Che. I'm attracted. As did the two biddies. What did you think of our two like little side characters who bopped over to Che? <laughs> and I appreciate that Che is famous in this world. Me I too. think Carrie should be more famous. It doesn't make any sense. But I think I, Carrie kind of fell off after she got married. She's probably like, fuck you guys. I got, I got she's my got man. I got my money. <laughs> yeah. After he died. I, yeah. It does seem she's th- she hasn't written a book since Manhattan, the worst title in the history of the world. Loved and lost. <laughs> that might be even worse. Um, 
what did you think of the characters who come over who want a picture, but then also, like, um, are, like, blind to the situation and are like, you fucked my friend in this town. You fucked my friend in this town. Like, I think it's very accurate you, <laughs> of how people act. I don't think anyone would behave that way. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Yeah, some of our reviewers, I'm sure, would. <laughs> Not that I want to talk about them. I don't want to give Ms. them a bigger Boop? platform. Don't come for me. Miss Boo? Miss Boo, please. <laughs> I'm Come scared. Back. Let's move on. Christmas Day review. I'm scared. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay. No, they, I, yeah. I just found them to People be wild. Like oh, of course. And that was the point. Che was like, "Hey, you know." And then when they when they asked for a retake of the picture, I was like, "No, that was the accurate. balls." The balls of these girls. I actually won't take pictures for people when I'm like bopping down the street and you see a tourist and they're like, will you take our picture? I'm like, no, that's not something I'm willing to do. I don't think anyone's ever asked me to do that. I think I offer. (laughs) I've definitely offered. I'm always like, do you want me to take your picture? I'm like, I'm not touching your phone. I'm just like not going. I will grab other people and say (laughs) you should get them to do it. No, I literally, now that I'm thinking about it, I've done it many times. I'm always like. I'll take your picture. Do you want a picture taken? They're like, no, we're just eating lunch, bitch. Leave us alone. (laughs) So, I don't know. I just thought the whole... (sighs) Now, this has nothing to do with Che as a character. It's the writing. When Che says, you're so fun and we're having fun at this dinner, I was not... This diner was not a pile of laughs to me, (laughs) what they were up to. No. No. I just feel like they need to up their moment. And did you see Kristen Davis on Watch What Happens Live, actually? No. I didn't either, but I did read about it. Okay. And apparently she was asked about, like, what do you think of Che's comedy concert? And she kind of said, like, Andy, why are you asking me that? And she was like, well, I don't think it's meant to be, like, funny, funny. I think it's meant to be, like, ooh, ah, funny. (laughs) She couldn't even (laughs) land on what that comedy concert was. Because she's probably, like, Ugh, you know, it's like I think she loves humor. Oh my god! Well, Cynthia Nixon's going to be on Watch What Happens Live tonight, and I think SJP's doing it next week for the finale. And I, I'm very excited because you know people are going to call in about Miranda. I'm not sure if it'll be live. Is the thing? I mean, people will call in, but I think they'll right. be able to edit it fairly well. But also, Watch What Happens Live does so much screening with those questions. Like, I don't think anyone's getting through and saying, like, hey, this was really bad. Yeah, but Andy's probably like, what the fuck is Miranda doing? That's true. And I, I'm, honestly, Cynthia Nixon's so smart. She, God, We should really talk about this episode. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Just to finish the sentence, I actually think that, um, and I wish the writer's room would have the actors on, because while I haven't really heard Cynthia Nixon dig deep into the rationale of everything that's going on. I think she is such an intelligent actress that I bet hearing her her take on it and how she entered the storyline, we would all be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she was on the Drew Barrymore show, and I watched a clip of that yesterday where they were talking about, you know, Steve and Miranda, like, leaving him and stuff. And she's like, I just think it's so important to tell the story of, like, a woman who just wants more absolutely and, and you know and i'm just like, i am not hashtag team steve oh we know i'm hashtag I'm vote team... hashtag we flip the senate but i am not hashtag team steve <laughs> um yeah i have 
I have just feelings about the whole situation. Absolutely. And I'm not going to go into a rant about the Drew Barrymore show, an unhinged television program where no one's running it. I love it. It My love favorite, it. but it is truly like, it's like the inmates are running the prison over there. It's not Wendy Williams level, um, it's, but it's, it's, it's pretty leaning in terms of yeah. just like what's happening. <laughs> you never know. Drew's just like now she's crying, now she's laughing maniacally. Now we're I love it. Now we're playing a game. Now we're in a park with Danny Pellegrino. Friend, yeah, like, friend of the podcast, <laughs> Danny Pellegrino has been on many times. It's just like I cannot follow just where we're going or landing. Yeah. But again, apparently, what we're not landing on is this episode. It's the show, right? Okay, so let's get back into it. What'd you think of Miranda going over and popping up at Chase? Weird. Miranda, stop! Sorry, sorry. Have your night. I I, I shouldn't have come. So fucking stupid. Who am I? Meg Ryan? Fuck. Can you please stop? Why are you running away from me? Why do you think? Because I saw myself and heard myself, and now I want to get as far away from here as possible. What is happening right now? I have no idea. I really don't. I mean, I don't know why I did this. If you were a guy that I had just started seeing, I would never show up at your doorstep with cookies unannounced. Okay, this isn't going to work. What do you, what do you mean this isn't going to work? No, 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 this has to work. Please, please, just let me finish my thought. This isn't going to work if you lock us into those fucking limiting relationship tropes. You know, guys do this, and, and, and girlfriends do that. This isn't cosplay. I'm not a guy. You're not my girlfriend, and we're not dating. We're not? N- what are we doing? Okay. We are getting to know each other. You and me. In my defense, you keep saying I should throw out the script, and that's what I thought I was doing. I was trying to be spontaneous and, you know, oh. ditch the script and do improv instead. Oh, God, please do not call our relationship improv. I suck at improv. <laughs> hey, this is me and you. Or you and me, if you want top billing. Well, for this drama on the stairs, I think I deserve it. Hmm. Okay. Hey, to answer your indirect question... You are the only person I'm sleeping with right now. Don't Mm -hmm. surprise people like that. Absolutely. But I actually thought the way they explored it was really great. The fact that she said, well, if you were a guy, I would never do this. But she's navigating like, oh, well, Che being a non-binary person who I think in Miranda's heart of hearts would probably view as a woman. Yes. This is different. There are a different set of rules. I can handle it this way. I would like this, someone to bring me cookies. We know Miranda loves a sweet. And Che is not into it. Well, Che's like, what the fuck is going on? And Miranda, I think, and I've done this because I'm unhinged as well. You've done the pop-up? No. But I think when you, like, really, really like someone, you act fucking crazy. And she's acting nuts. Remember our phone call from a few weeks ago? Which one? When I told you you were an open hole of need. Oh, yeah. An open, no, you said open wound of need. And no one write reviews about how that's me, and I, it's not wrong. <laughs> God, fuck me. Miss Boo, it's, please. It's not wrong. Um, she is. It was actually me and truth. Ruby. <laughs> it is. It's true. I'm an. I'm a carry. I'm an open wound of need. And like now constant. I'm Miranda. Yeah, well, so she's. Miranda is kind of acting like Carrie did with Big, like where she's so – and I think Miranda feels that Che is so deeply into Miranda. Like 
that kind of behavior is like acceptable and cute and whatever. And it's like Che's like And I appreciated though what Che is protecting at that point is their alone time. Yeah. That they say like, there is no one else here, right? Because I think, and not to, you know, drag you and Danny, because you were both like, she's going to get to Cleveland next weekend. Che's going to be fucking somebody in a hotel well, room, and she, that's what we're she watching. Ne- we never saw her in Cleveland. I would love to have seen that. But it seems like she, it seems like Miranda arrived and everything was fine. You two had written a whole storyline, and I was like, guys, could we, could we critique the show once we see it? No. That's not what this is for. So we did go another route, which I do appreciate. I'm glad. We, I'm actually glad we didn't see Cleveland. Oh. I and actually love okay. Cleveland. They seem okay. I what, The one thing I will say, and I do love Che, is, I, and this is not a critique of Che, but I think, like, right in my own dating life, which I think is accurately represented here, that the more progressive idea when presented is meant to be right. So Che says, we're not together we're not dating, we're getting to know each other, and Miranda just kind of has to take that. Instead of, like, I think you can push back and say that you want something traditional, you want monogamy, you want to be their girlfriend. And yet, I think this happens in both real life and what we just saw, is that the newer, more quote-unquote progressive ideas of relationships are seen as right. Yeah. Rather than wanting something traditional as, like, lame or, dare I say, cringy. I love when you say cringy like that. <laughs> what did you think? So Che is basically like, yeah, I'm not interested in anything monogamous. And Miranda just takes I would, it because no, she I would wants be like, to no. be with Che. I'd be like, no. I'm a traditional girl. I want a traditional relationship. I could never do an open relationship ever. Okay. I, 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 I do, okay, we're not in one. I, Are you talking also, to me? Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know what I'm yelling about. Brian, um, who, who is screaming? The view, Miss Boo. Sorry, screaming. Yeah, I just like, I I totally agree with you. Like this idea that just because you want to be monogamous or in a quote unquote traditional relationship, it doesn't make you like wrong. So it's kind of weird that Miranda's willing to just kind of like throw that all aside. But it's like maybe this is the new Miranda. Well, or is it the old Miranda, right? Because when they're with, when later we go to the house and we're painting, Che calls and Miranda ignores the call because she's playing the old rules. As Carrie yeah. says, it's like, what are you doing? Like we, like we're fifty. Like yeah, Carrie um, was like, what the fuck? And so we're really seeing Miranda return to perhaps where she was almost in season one, two. You know, eating that chicken wing before she went to see Skippy. It's like she's really going to attempt to date this new person who has different rules than she ever perceived mm-hmm. with the old rules of like, yeah, yeah, I'll just ignore their call, not so that I don't come off as clingy. There's a world where what that actually does for someone like Che is tell them like, oh, you don't want to spend time with me. And because we're not monogamous and open, they're going to move on. Right. Miranda's playing the chill. She's going to start playing the chill girl. And that never works out you can only play the chill girl if you actually are right like if it's really it's not just a role like not you should play it's who no. you have to be it's just a no wow that's deep <laughs> it it's wasn't. true it's true though the other thing before we move on from miranda didn't i wish we'd had a sense of like what did brady think about this what's louisa brady thinking are they still living together off Brady is a fucking nightmare. When he looked at his mother like that at the fucking I'm going to paint with Louisa. And I know that's not his voice. No, it is. (laughs) That was actually like eerily. You do the Hobbs. 
Brady oh, I've got some thoughts on Steve well. later. Okay, well, please. Bust it, baby. I'm feeling my man. Oh! Okay, no, fucking Brady. He is such a little twerp. And I didn't think a he was warm enough to carry. Twerp. He's like, hey. No! Hey, he was like, hey. hey girl. Like, looking, like, I was like, he's disgusting. And that definitely wasn't Brady. She, hey, girl. Was, <laughs> hey, girly. <laughs> I'm going to have to work on my Brady, but I, he's the It's all over worst. the place, but I like it. No, he's the worst. And as my mom said, she goes, he's not even cute. I was like. No, I do. Mm, now, lest we forget. I remember it. many, many moons ago when we first got our eyes on Brady, the actor, you said you thought he was good looking. And I believe you looked up his age to make sure he was above 21. Yeah. And he. Uh, so is. you might like Brady, the being, the actor, Niall Cunningham, but you don't care for the execution. And honestly, the more he's on screen, I'm like, is he Skipper's kid with that pubes hair. on his head, red hair? It's disgusted. <laughs> I'm disgusted. I hate that kid. No, I hate it. I, I really so don't glad, like, like I think, honestly, and I'm going to just request this of the internet redirect your hatred to Brady. 100%. We could get all Shay. get together on that hate. Oh, did you see together. the green M&M is Che Diaz? Did I send that to you? I've never laughed so Chris, hard. You have not sent it to me, and I'm furious. <laughs> I didn't send it. <laughs> no. I didn't send you the green M&M is Che Diaz. I'm gonna no. find it and send it to you today. I'll post it, guys. I'm so upset. Okay, but the other thing I did want to say is, it, where is Miranda living? Like. Did she Great move out? Question. Are they still living together? I just, there were some very basic logistics. While I didn't want to see Cleveland, I did want to see the kind of uncouple, the conscious or unconscious uncoupling of the Brady yeah. Hobbs household. I wanted a sit down with Brady and see I'm what good she with says. That. I, think I prefer he's a sit down with Louisa, honestly. I think he hates her. I think she hates him. She probably does. She probably, I would hate Louisa too. No, I'm kind of turning to Louise. I think she's nice. She'll show up and work a desk. Like, by the way, his girlfriend, who isn't even related to Miranda, is showing up early, working registration. Brady's bopping down the street late. You know they didn't paint a goddamn thing. They just fucked in a room. You know they didn't paint. They fucked in the women's shelter? I I think they absolutely closed the door and fucked in the women's shelter. Brady and Louisa are freaks. Freaks. Ride me, cowboy. That, I can't, that I'll tank. never forget that transition. <laughs> to go from oh. Big's death to ride me cowboy. I, Chris, it makes my eyes water. Honestly, in a way to pair those two things together is brilliant. And quite yeah. iconic, I fear. Much like, Ugh. well, you know what I've actually been saying? And then we really will move on. Yeah, what's up? I've now just been adding, as Demi Lovato would say, to literally <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm like, as Demi Lovato would say, give your heart a break. Oh God! It's this show is iconic. It's not good, but I love it so much. I know. I was thinking that this morning. Like, I what are we going to do? It's over. I I hang on every word that these women say. Truly, should we just talk briefly about Doctor Nye Wallace? Sure. Do you not want to talk about Steve? No, I think Steve actually has a lot more to do with Carrie. So we're going to get there. Okay. I loved this. I thought this was so nice with Doctor Nye Wallace. And how it was built. I love that we're seeing like what she's passionate about her work. She's an Adidas tracksuit queen again. Of course. That uh, talk about another face that's just like lights my heart on fire. She is so stunning and so just like warm, and I just love her. And I, I think that you landed on the perfect word to describe her performance. She is so it's so warm. Mm-hmm. 
which I think is really right. I think Nicole Ari Parker's kind of effervescent coolness is making everything with LTW work for me. Mm-hmm. The warmth of Dr. Nia Wallace is really make of Karen Pittman is really making Dr. Nia Wallace work. Yeah. But I thought, so they see Lisa and Herbert and the kids. And I think it's important, right, that they see them as younger kids, but also this Black family and the different. I loved seeing just the difference between LTW and Nia Wallace. Mm-hmm. And Andre looks at them and just thinks, like, what a great familial role. Naya, I think, has a good point. Points were made when she's like, yeah, they probably have a million nannies. Fucking, they, they, they own their home. Like, our parenting journey ain't gonna look like theirs. Yeah. But I, and they have a really tough conversation about her ambivalence to, at this point, I think we can really read it as not wanting kids. Our entire 15-year relationship has been about me and you. My work, your music. That was our total focus. Well, am I not allowed to pivot? A child is not a pivot. That's not fair to me. Okay, well, this isn't fair to me. You keep opening this up. I'm not 100%. Andre, don't make this miracle of us finding each other not enough. I just feel that I want one. And I don't know if I should be working so hard to top myself out of that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she... I think she's like a take it or leave it. Like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And with him, it's just that's not what he wants. And I think, by the way, we should also add this isn't like they're trying. They're doing IVF, which is both incredibly expensive and not always going to work. Right. But I thought her line where she said something along the lines of, um, don't let this diminish the miracle of us finding each other was so beautiful. But I think his line back of just, this is what I want and I'm tired of convincing myself I don't want it. And I think they're just two people really at the crossroads. But I, I don't, I was genuinely kind of moved. And I was like, I really want them to be okay. I do too. I really, for not really seeing them that much. I feel very connected. I do too. Like there's something about them that I just really want them to make it work. But I also don't want them to like sacrifice what they really, really want out of their life. And that made me really sad. Now, what did you think of his hat work? Hated it. <laughs> To see him in that little jumpsuit for painting and then that blue Liza Minnelli sparkle hat. Well, it was tough. It was a tough transition to go from Herbert. They were like, Carrie won't be wearing a hat in this episode, so but we will put him in one. Well, to go from Herbert, you know, who's like painting with his kids and then all of a sudden you get your eyes on him with the sparkly hat. You're like, ooh. <laughs> he doesn't have Sorry, a kid, but he does people. have this sparkly hat. Right. <laughs> Right. I, I Is also he just our think new Carrie Bradshaw? Is he serving the most looks? That- <laughs> he's giving. Yeah, honestly, maybe he and Carrie could get together. Honestly? Why not? And we'll get to my weird pairing, and I think you know what it is. But I was like, this is there's some heat coming I off of the scene later. I know what it is. I know what it is. And I'm nervous. Like, Let's get these two together. But I also, what I'll say before we move on, because this was a very, like, Albeit touching, slight, not that long of a storyline. Mm-hmm. I do love 
the idea that Miranda and Naya are closer. And while we've mostly seen the play off screen, I love the fact that Naya knows about Che and can be supportive of this new phase in Miranda's life because she has no connection to Steve. I'm not sure there's a world in which Carrie could say to Charlotte or I'm sorry, Miranda could say to Carrie or Charlotte, oh, is Che going to text me back and them not say like, we've, A, we've done this before. Like we were talking about men before texting existed. Right. Which interesting, right? I guess Sex the City ends before texting is really like a thing. Yeah. We see some texts in the finale. Yeah. And then by the time it picks up, none of them are dating. Like by the time the movies come back. They're, mm-hmm. And texting also, do they ever text in either of the movies? Not that I can recall. Yeah, so it's just. I mean, I know I know Samantha, I think, does on her Oh, she's never not on her little, yeah, her like, little... Nokia flip phone, right. whatever that thing. Yeah. A sidekick? <laughs> Yes, her sidekick. Yeah. And then I think she has a black... No, she has an iPhone in the first movie. I thought it was really... I really, really liked seeing Carrie and Miranda's reaction to LTW when she got out of the car. They were like... Miranda was like, is she really going to take pictures? You can't... LTW is... There was a... So I... She's like a wealthy woman. Yes, she works, but she's this wealthy woman, noted photographer. And I work in fundraising with a lot of wealthy people. And there's a phrase that's used about a certain level of person, that she's a woman of action. Yeah. And LTW is a woman of action. She's going to get shit done. She's like, oh, the food's not, the caterer's not here. Don't worry. I'm on it. Yeah. I get get five food trucks here. And send me an invoice. Yeah. I love that. I, I honestly think sometimes, like... Maybe not. Money solves the world problems of the world. Well, yes. But also I was thinking like each of the new women kind of have a different quality that Samantha has. So Seema would be single. Mm -hmm. LTW is like, get shit done. Woman of action. That's true. Samantha would have called those food trucks. Samantha would have been like, what the fuck do you mean? No, where do you, how do you get Nia Wallace and Che into Samantha? That's kind of Stop. Keep going. It's kind of where the I, I hit you with go. the first two quite quickly. Well, Che is like non-traditional, like doesn't want a traditional relationship. You are gonna get a dragged for why relating the character that everyone loves to the person who everyone hates. <laughs> I better see and that then, in our reviews. People can stop taking the shit out on me. Yeah, please. And how would me. you relate her to Nia Wallace, Samantha? Outspoken, like she speaks her mind. <laughs> um, ambivalent I about children. I tried to tell you, yes, I tried to tell you that, like, the thought process was there and then it quickly stopped because I was like, you know, oh, what I, I relate them all to is young Lita in The Lost Daughter. Put that down right now. I watched it again this morning. <laughs> oh my God. On top of watching it just like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's never not on at this point. Oh my God. Your neighbors are probably like, here he goes again. <laughs> no, I got locked out actually this morning briefly, and they were not pleased. They were like, where were you, you going? Um, I wanted to go get up some coffee. Oh, you had quite a morning. Been up for a while. <laughs> like, you've lived a life. I've lived a goddamn life. And you know yeah. I take right to bed as soon as we hit end on this call. <laughs> Texting me like under the comforter. I'm like, like, I gotta get back to bed. Yeah. Should we talk about Sharshar? Yeah. No, this is the story where I thought, oh, what the fuck? What was going on, guys? <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> I, Literally, what's happening? I was so confused. 
because I didn't think girls anymore had like a fear of tampons. I thought that that like kind of went away. I don't think it's I don't think it's routed in fear. I think it's routed in I think that we now there are other options, right? No, it's routed in fear. For no, me. I think that there she is. Didn't like, I do think it. that there has been a huge conversation, at least in I. Some of my female friends have told me of like I was kind of not. I don't want to say programmed to use a tampon when growing up because that was the option, and now I have found other ways of dealing with this, like the the cup like and what the cup, and and I, the, there's like other stuff, and I okay. think people. But I think, like, when it comes to, like, going to a pool party, you can't wear, like, a pad. But I think that that's why she's upset that it's happening at this time. Right. So, like, buckle up, baby girl, and get that tampon in. I just think that people don't want them. They're you can not, use it organic ones. It doesn't like, work for organic- everyone. Not everyone wants a tampon. I know, but, like, Lily, baby girl, we this is what we have to do. I loved it. I thought it was great to show. I, I love that Lily might be a diva cup kind of girl. I don't like hearing you talk about the diva cup. It just, it, and that's not the only one. I think we and should I'm be- going to get a lot of shit, but the diva cup scares me and that's my truth. And I think that that's okay that I say that. I don't think it is. <laughs> you know, and honestly, when I was watching this episode, I was like, I we're going to wade into some tough waters about this. Why can't, why, wait, why can't I have the opinion that I'm scared of the diva cup? Because I think it's meant, it is, <laughs> the tampon is related directly to the patriarchy and it is a, <laughs> Him to control you and tell you you're not enough. Oh my god. Should we cut this? No, I think it's an important conversation. <laughs> I don't know. And Look, I, also I obviously do that, not like, have enough to, information about you menstruation. You have to boil the diva cup? You have to boil it to clean it. Yeah, but is That's that just awful? a lot of work. That's, That's just a lot of work. Have you ever boiled something? It is in fact the opposite of work. <laughs> have you ever worked? You, do you? Like, you're very... Should the diva cup sponsor this podcast? Because you are very, I, you're riding really hard for this. this I cup. just think, no, I am fighting. I guess I should say to be very clear, we are girl. fighting for everyone to handle their menstruation however they want to. Of course. And I think for Lily, she's just never wanted to use the tampon. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. But for this to all build to Charlotte having what did they call it? It was like a super menstruation, a, or a surprise, a flash one, a super flash. surprise, a super flash. I just, I know I, what I loved was us going into like a comic montage of Charlotte, like acting like a coach. That just gave me old Sex in the City vibes. Mm-hmm. We haven't had like a montage. The only thing I'll say is that they didn't use the old clown music and they should have. Yeah, I loved it. That was like one of the moments in this episode that I was like, God, I love them. No, I'll tell you what I didn't love was Anthony coming over with a QAnon guy. What? What the what fuck? The- I rewound it multiple times because I was like, I missed something. I was like, I missed, like, what just happened? Well, he does say he reads a lot. And I think what we're meant to me- say is that he's basically been, like, radicalized on the internet by oh reading, like, a bunch of nonsense articles. Freak. <laughs> if you're a QAnon is- person, did I ever tell you about the time that I didn't know how to pronounce QAnon and this I was pronouncing it wrong for two years and no one corrected me? Were you saying it a lot? Yeah, because it was like a topic of conversation. Why was no one telling you? <laughs> I don't know. And how were you saying it? Like Canon? No, I was saying QAnon. QAnon. <laughs> I said it in a meeting at work and they were like, Sam, what? And I was like, wait, is that not how you say it? It wasn't. It's QAnon. Q and then then. 
Yes. You said it much like um, Charlotte said Demi Lovato. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. But you know what? They do Charlotte. Charlotte does great comedic work, and they have her shit in her pants. They have her leaking all over Big's shoes. Excuse and now she's me? got her period when she, her water broke. Oh, I was like, excuse what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I would You're forget like, that I image. That? She just pissed on his shoes? Like, yeah, no. I meant like her water, her water broke. broke on his shoes. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. when she screamed, I cursed the day you were born. Mm-hmm. I just did not care for this storyline. I love Sharshar, but I didn't need to see her like running around. Also, the ADR on Lily when she's in the booth. Not the well, oh, she my went God. into a booth in the, to do that ADR, but the porta potty. That was some really bad acting from an actress who I think is actually quite good on the show. The young woman who plays Lily. She's so cute. Here's my thing. I think I would have liked the Lily tampon period storyline better if it didn't like take the whole episode. Like I would have just liked like the montage thing in the bathroom. I thought that was really funny and then just left it at that. We we leave other storylines hanging. Why and not we, just leave that one? And by the way, we did all of this just to land on our title, No Strings Attached. It's like, guys, come on. About that. Come Is that on. the common thread through this episode? Is it's a, a common string. It's a common string. Ew. So that was, I just thought, like, come on. This is how we're going to talk about Charlotte having no strings as Lily's tampon string? I did like that they talked about Carrie and Miranda at the lunch. They talked about how, um, what is, what do they call her? Smug. Uh, Smug Charlotte. They're like, Smug Charlotte is back. Did I I see myself in that moment? Absolutely. Yeah. I see myself in Carrie all the time. Oh, no, I saw myself as Smug Charlotte. Oh, you are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As Miss Boo said. Oh, Miss F- more fodder for Miss Boo. <laughs> drag me, Miss Boo. Drag me. Hey, I get dragged on the internet every day. That's true. Could we take a quick break and then we'll get into Carrie and Seema? Yeah. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental edition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. All right, guys, we're back. And Chris, let's talk about Carrie, Seema, and Steve. Steve O, Steve Arino. I love that Carrie and Seema are going out dancing, that they're in this line. I love that Seema's not a birthday person. Yeah. Again, just to talk about sweet little faces that I love to watch, Sarita. I know. She's so funny. I love that she's elitist <laughs> and not interested Me too. in helping people. Yeah, she does not care. She's all about her. She got vaccinated before Joe Biden, a queen. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I forgot who the president was when. Okay. <laughs> Today? No. Well. <laughs> I think a lot I, of people would like I, to forget. And some people don't believe he is. No, I I forgot like the timeline of the vaccine situation. So I was like, oh, it's Trump. But it's not, obviously. It was Joe Biden. Well, look, we don't have clarity. We don't know when SEMA was vaccinated. This is true. 
I also think Seema is just so striking. Beautiful. And be, like, she and just I love has, like, the clo- her, clo- her wardrobe is oh, like my favorite. I was just going to say that. So silky, comfortable. It. And like, it like is tailored perfectly. And like, I like that she's like, she's just kind of like larger than life. Like with her smoking. I love that. I, so they go out to dinner and I, I really appreciate the conversation about how her life is okay. She wants this other thing, but when she really reflects on past on her past year, she's made a great new friend and her life is beautiful. And of course, like, right, there's that undercurrent of what we all have to do on our birthday, which is like, everything's fine, baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you're quiet internally. Yeah. Why is that just me? Maybe just you, but I, birthdays are always really awkward for me. They're really st- like I find them stressful. Yeah, I'm. I'm also not a big birthday person. I'm not a big birthday person, but I also want to be celebrated. I canceled mine this year. Dear friends wanted to celebrate me, and I said I'd rather sit at home and cry. Well, you had like Omicron. Uh, I had a. We city. could have gathered, and I was like, actually, I think I used Omicron as my excuse, and people were oh. like, Chris, we've seen you out and about, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like we've seen you bobbing around town. But I love that. It did make me really hope that our finale is a Carrie birthday. I love a Carrie birthday in the original series. Her 32nd, when they go go to the restaurant with the belly dancers and Mr. Marvelous. And Susan Sharon is there. Obviously, our iconic 35th birthday where she goes home and Charlotte finds her in the shower and SJP has that great scream moment. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping... If we don't get it in the finale, let's open season two of In Just Like That with a Carrie 56th birthday party. I love. I just, I love a Carrie birthday moment. I do too. But then, oh, actually, before we get to what happens, Lisette shows up. And here is one thing I want to say about this. I actually think that the character of Lisette is a good idea. Casting is a bit off. And frankly, I think if we were adding people of color into this show and more diverse identities. The character of Lisette would be a great character to make a person of color or gender non-binary because I think that that is the right, like the thing that people watching wanted to see was a young, for lack of a better, picking a specific, let's just say a young black woman amongst their group. Like we wanted to see that a black person dating in New York City and being a young person. So if they had made Lisette black or Latinx, queer even, there would have been some sense of actually righting the wrong of the original series because we're getting a young gal about town. Yeah. Instead, we just get a white girl. who's. But isn't she supposed to be Carrie? Kind of. Yes, but why can't why can't our 2022 and just like that Carrie be black? I just think that it would have been an interesting choice to make her not a white girl. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I don't really care for Lissette, period. I think she's stupid. I thought the ring she made was pretty. Okay. I just like I just don't think she serves any purpose and I don't like her. I think if we gotten up and no disrespect to that actress, if we gotten a better actor in there with a little bit more charm, right? Because it's not like right, we're saying Che Diaz and I actually think Seema's actually pretty well written. Mm-hmm. LTW, Naya, they're not given a lot to work with, but we still like them because of the performance. I think if we'd gotten somebody in there with a little bit more charisma, a little more get better. up and go, Kiki Palmer, perhaps. 
Oh, I would have loved a Kiki Palmer. If Kiki Palmer was Lisette, we would we would honestly be pushing like Carrie off the screen. We'd be like, yeah, I'd be cares? like enough. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, like Lisette just doesn't do it for me. Fuck me, like, we now landed care. on just like a much better version of this whole show <laughs> if Kiki Palmer was in it. Any show with Kiki Palmer is going to be an amazing show. I mean, I need her to host like the Oscars. So Lisette introduces us to the idea of Carrie's commitment to her wedding ring and wearing it. One thing I want to just chat about briefly is, so Carrie and Big didn't have wedding rings originally. Right. He gave her the shoe. He put the shoe on her. They didn't exchange rings, to my knowledge, in the courthouse at the end of the first movie. Then he gives her the black diamond at the end of the second. Where is that? And where (laughs) are these rings that we're relating to? coming from like where like they keep pointing to them as if i have an emotional connection to seeing them i know i also just think they're ugly well they're very basic rings i wanted i picture carrie with like a gold band well no she doesn't like gold remember aiden tries to get her the gold and she says yeah i wear gold ghetto gold for fun a line that would never be on the show now no but i get what you're saying but i just pictured her with just like a simple like Gold. If you're going to do a band simple like that, just do a gold band. Don't do a silver band. It's ugly. But do you, don't you picture she would have something? Yeah, but like I it think wouldn't, it's it would have like a, a like a stone on it. Yeah, I mean, and she. By the way, he gave her a giant black diamond. Why isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that she probably never wears. I, I mean, look, the context that he gave it to her wasn't great. Like you kissed another. That God, the fucking second movie is wild. <laughs> it really is. You kissed another man in Abu Dhabi. Here's a black diamond. Yeah, not only another man, but like your ex. Yeah, the man I fought in the mud and his dog bit I my ass. I don't think we're getting Aiden in this revival. I'm. I think they just teased us. I think they actually just made it up. Yeah, like I think they're like, they, okay, he's but coming they back. did announce John Corbett was going to be on it. Right, that could have been a lie. Could have been throwing us off the scent. We'll get to it. We'll get to a little edit I have for this episode. So we're dealing in her wedding ring. She sees Big's wedding ring and she decides in a crazy fashion to band-aid his ring to her finger. What (laughs) the hell? (laughs) No, I didn't understand that. Because if you think about it, if you're having a big, if you have a big ring on your finger and you band-aid it, it makes it stick up on the top of your finger. Well, I mean, she didn't do a good job. It did fall off. Clearly. Clearly. So she gets all dressed up. She's gutsed up, looking great. I thought that was a beautiful outfit she wears. Oh, to her non-date. To go on her date with Peter. Peter, that little pumpkin eater. <laughs> and we need to talk about Peter. Yeah, okay, let's talk about him. What the fuck was this man wearing? When he stepped out, he looked like a model for, he looked like a Maxinista. <laughs> he is, he's a teacher. This is just not the man I want. First of all, that restaurant looked very nice. Peter's probably eating at that diner. He did not look like... Peter definitely (laughs) still has student loans. Maybe he's frugal. No, I don't think he can afford that meal. I think Carrie's picking up the check. Oh, God. You mean big. He probably would have had to mortgage his home to get that $1,000 if Carrie hadn't upped the You're assuming he bought his home. I think he's renting. Oh, he's definitely renting. I, yeah. I'm a, no Peter, shade. I rent. When, can't afford a I goddamn thing. I can't afford thing. to buy a house. Can't afford anything. But again, I don't want to see either of us on end just like that. Yeah. This is true. When he strolled up in that flannel, I thought this man absolutely is still dealing with his student loans. Sally Mae is his, on his ass. He, 
I'm like, come on. This is not. I know. But I mean, and especially because like she came so dressed up that just like the two of them, I was like, what am I looking at? I don't know. There was something, and maybe it was just how tall Aiden was that when he looked kind of slobby next to her, it just like, I was like, well, well, that's who he is. And Big was always in a suit when they were outside of their home. So no matter what, he matched her level of elegance. Petrotsky, I mean, what a kid. This guy was giving me Burger. He, don't disgrace my man like that. Burger looked a lot better than this guy. Burger in that red Versace shirt. Love my King Burger. There's a reason he's triggering. It's because we've all fucked a burger. Oh, many times. I don't know. I'll let you talk about Peter. I'm sure you have something to say about him. I actually don't have anything to say about Peter. Oh, really? Okay, I'll go on. Like, he was very... No, we don't need you to go on. Uh, (laughs) uh, I just think he was, like, a non-event. Like, I just didn't really care about this. Welcome to the right side of herstory. I was like, okay, I'll take it or leave it. Like, I don't really care. And I don't know if it's because I'm in the midst of rewatching season 13 of Grey's Anatomy, but they also, after Derek dies, have Meredith date a man who just also lost someone. So the idea of bonding through trauma, I'm in the middle of watching that in a rewatch of Grey's. So this kind of like, oh, yeah, my wife died. Yeah, my husband died. I'm like, guys, come on. I'm watching that on another show. Yeah. and But I did think it was a genuinely like kind of nice moment where he talks about that he listens to the voicemail. Again, that's stolen from Grey's Anatomy. Derek left a voicemail for Meredith. It, 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 last week we were doing Carol Radzivel drag. Now we're doing Meredith Grey. It's like, come on, guys. Let's watch other shows and make sure we're not stealing storylines. I just I thought just it was think, a nothing thing. Yeah, yeah. A nothing burger. Absolutely. Well, that is Peter. And I also really don't like, Uh-oh. and I don't know why, but I don't enjoy when men, like, tell people how they're feeling no i'm not okay that came out wrong come again? i don't no, come sorry again? hold on no, pause. I meant, like, let I me don't, make like, sure i heard you correctly before you no, clarify you did, did you know. say you don't care for when men tell people how they're feeling how that other person is feeling is what i meant oh like oh carrie you yeah. feel this way I feel this way i don't like that Great. I'm glad you clarified because I, I don't think it came As soon from- as it came out of my mouth, I was like, ooh, that is not what I meant. I definitely It's like, I think that's where we've like been it. trying to get men to for like the past million years. It's like, hey, no, how do you I, feel? Please, men, if you're listening, share your feelings. Share your emotions. Well, didn't you also say once you don't like men who cry? It makes me really uncomfortable. So it seems men share your feelings just with people who are not Sam. <laughs> emotionally unavailable i'm emotionally i'm a very emotionally unavailable person so like do not take advice from me i don't know me. if that's true oh it is i think you're pretty out there i'm not I'm not to reuse you, the phrase we brought up earlier with my friends i am yeah i wish you would men, actually be a little more unavailable okay you're on like fucking you really, speed dial it's like you don't want bad reviews Uh-oh. and then oh. you say things like this <laughs> oh miss <Ms>. boo <laughs> It's like, Chris. Um, No, but I meant like, I don't like when other, I guess it's not just meant, I don't like when people tell other people like how they're feeling. Like, Can can you point to what Peter said? I'm not remembering that. He was like, oh, I can tell by the look on your face that this is what's going on. I can tell. It's like, shut the fuck up and just let her tell you what she wants to tell you. Like, why do you have to, like, be on, like, in front of it? I just, ugh, men are just gross. I also, and I, look, I love Karen. Obviously, she's always turning looks. If I was going to meet, if I was going to do the nice thing of going to meet someone to tell them (laughs) I wasn't having dinner, I would truly show up in sweats. Yeah, I was really, 
confused by her outfit for telling him that she wasn't going. And I, I loved like, when she just, he said, like, nicest way to reject me. And then she just turned around and didn't say anything. She was, she was like, she was like, yeah, conversation's hey. over. Yeah, she's like, see ya, Peter. But I don't know. I just, I'm glad she's not ready to date Peter. And I thought, what a great way to Me send too. him off. Yeah, but but then we head over to Brooklyn. Loved that Seema. Oh, let's chat about Seema and the guy she meets, actually. <gasps> so hot. I would fucking die if I that man ever over that talked man. to me. Never. I was so into him. When the car pulled up. I was like, you know what would be a great storyline? First of all, we needed to play the sexy Sex and the City music. Yeah, they're not doing any of that. This is not Sex and the City, as you like to remind me. Certainly not. Um, I was like, it could be Richard Wright. or her. It, I was like, I wanted to see someone we knew and have them I'm meet Seema. I'm glad we didn't. I don't even know this man's name, and I'm obsessed That's with true. him. That's true. Did we give him a name? Mr. Club Owner. I don't know. What was it? Like Mr. Dairy Street? Mr. Muffin Man? What is his name? <laughs> Mr. Muffin Man. Yeah, what is Lipsundry well, that is his new name for this podcast. So Seema meets He's Mr. Muffin so Man. He's so fucking hot. Like, I just when was... he took his sunglasses off, Chris, Chris, I felt things for this man that I don't think I've felt for anyone we've seen on it just like that. Like, I... Not even the hot podcast producer? No. You love him. This guy gave me, like, Alexander Petrovsky, More than Richard Wright energy. Like, he was giving me European sexy... You know I love an older man. You know I'll rob the senior citizen home any goddamn day. Yeah. Michael Keaton's 71 if he's a day. Oh, that would be a tough one for you. I just didn't love... Wow. I just flashed to that day and... Like, (laughs) honestly, tears are coming to my eyes. I love Michael Keaton. But what were we talking about? The hot-ass muffin man. Yeah, he just didn't do anything for me. But I do love... I'm coming to him now that his name is Mr. Muffin Man. I deeply love him. Like, I want a sex scene with Seema and Muffin Man. I need it now. I genuinely thought we were going to cut to them, like, fucking in an alley. Me too! Did you? (laughs) too. I was like, oh, yes, we're going to get it. Like, I was so ready for Seema to be fucking this guy. I was like, oh, they're going to be in the backseat of his car, like, in an alley. They're going to be up against the wall. In in the the empty club. It's like, something's coming. Yeah, I wanted her to fuck him. I love that he smoked cigarettes, too. I was like, this guy is fucking hot. I love that he calls our boss. Yes, he's like, boss. I was like, he's so hot. I literally legs to the wall. Is the best place for a woman's shelter directly next to a nightclub? But I um, guess it's like realist, New York real estate. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not one. T- I don't know. But I was just like, oh, we're really playing. He's like, next to my happening, happening nightclub will be this women's shelter. It's <laughs> But it might be a little ways down the street because they so. did take up a lot of the street. <laughs> yeah. So let's get back God, to Carrie. So but I'm odd. so glad I remembered to t- chat about Seema and that guy. And by the way, I could grow to love him. I just yeah. wanted – he didn't instantly click into my heart in the way I would have liked. And again, I just wanted more cameos. So I was like, okay, we need an older man for her to meet. Like, what if it was Petrotsky and then that caused a rift between Seema and Carrie? Ugh. God, he's so hot. Petrotsky? Oh, absolutely. Or you mean your new guy, Mr. Muffin Bobs? <gasps> Chris. Uh-oh. You're going to shit yourself. Let's go. Are you We've looking the actor We've seen this guy before. On the show? Yes. Who is he? He is the guy that sold Carrie and Burger the red shirt. 
<gasps> it is him. I'm dead. The dip.com. I swear to God, I this is not I I feel bad. I should have known. Someone in my building is smoking weed. Um someone wrote today, Caitlin, a writer for us, wrote the club owner on just like that should look familiar. Oh my God. But it's I'm not shaking. Him. It's not the character though. This is like no, as, it's a different. I know, a, but it's this the is. Guy, but, it's but I want it to be the same guy. Like that guy stopped working at Prada, oh my God. and now works because that character was straight in a shocking twist. Because he's he's like, oh Gary, could you introduce me to some? He had an accent like Lady Gaga and House of Gucci. Oh my God! And then Carrie introduced him to Charlotte. Yes, because I because the character comes off as gay, and then they go to but see Smith as, and it's the episode right after oh Charlotte and Harry break up. I know he's so hot. I didn't oh, find I'm him so hot. Glad they got it back. I will say he's hotter now. I didn't find him now. hot then. Oh, he's so much hotter now. Wow. But this is like same as dad. It's like if we're gonna cast the same actor, <sighs> let's just have it in the same world. Like, I hope, I wish Carrie had been looked at him when they go to the club later and say, hey, didn't you used to work at Prada? No, but they did that. They do this all the time. I know, but I don't love it. I His don't name, love the Justin Thoreau playing two characters. He's a French actor named William Abidai. Oh my God. Speaking of Frenchmen, do you know who I'm missing? That fucking hot French architect Carrie dated in season one with Amelita, who left oh. her $1,000. <laughs> oh, what a dream. Oh God, that guy. That actor. Get him back on yeah. the revival. She should honestly reach out to him. I know. Where's he at? Anyways, okay, sorry. Sorry for the detour. I just got really excited. Where were we? Oh, we were talking about how hot he was. Um, and then we were talking about Seema. But we need to talk about Steve. We need to talk about Carrie and Steve. So Steve bops down the street, and I noticed one thing. I think Steve's actually always been this loud. Because when he said hi to Carrie, he's like, Carrie! I'm like, oh, that's actually how he says I've hello to- i that before. <laughs> he says hello to everyone. Yeah. And then I was thinking, remember that scene where he's like playing basketball in the original series and Miranda's like foyer and he's so excited and he's like screaming at her. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think that we just were remembering him wrong because when he did <laughs> say Carrie, like from I was Insecure, like- remember me different. I think we've been remembering Steve differently. He's yeah. always been a natural hollower to quote funny girl. Well, kind of like how I think people were kind of remembering Miranda wrong. Like, she's always been weird and cringy sometimes. Oh, by the way, the Miranda in the hallway with Che, to me, that was like, oh, this is peak Miranda. This is Miranda all the time. all the time. She's crazy. She's nuts. Love her. So my first thought was, okay, Steve has actually always been screaming. I also thought it was interesting that when he's walking down the street with Brady, they're holding arms, kind of like Lorelai and Rory. They're like linked up. I don't remember seeing that. I was that. like, could, is, was someone not going to hit their mark? Oh, I didn't even see that. Uh, but then Steve, that crafty little madam Steve, he gets carried. <laughs> he gets carried to his, to, to his side. He, uh-huh. I was like, why would he want to spend any time with Carrie? And then he asks about Che. How's your heart rate? <laughs> it's better, thank you. Mm. Sorry, I just... Uh, I panicked. I get it. <laughs> this ain't never coming off. I don't care what Miranda does, and we owe. Till death do us part. Steve. What about you? You are such a wonderful, wonderful person. Don't you maybe want to find someone at some point? 
never coming off. What did you think of them? I was so happy we had this conversation. Like, I wanted more of that. It actually reminded me of one of my favorite scenes from the original series where Steve and Carrie talk about Aiden in the Mina Katz episode. Yeah. Because I just love the idea that they're all connected. Mm-hmm. And they all care about each other. And they all have di- they all have relationships. And I mean, they've known each other for like 30 years. I know. I'm sure Carrie probably had a birthday party at Scout. And where is Scout? Uh, oh, R.I.P. That's where I think Brady's villain origin story started. Scout died. And Magda. I mean, he's a... He probably lost him within the same month, and it just fucked him. But honestly, I don't really care why he's the way he is. He just needs to do better. Don't care. Don't care about Brady. Let's talk about Steve again. I thought the scene was really well done. I I think, Mm -hmm. again, David Eigenberg is giving such a subtle, nuanced performance all the while, you know, with his wife. I did YouTube him, and he does sound like that on that other show, Chicago Hope. That's not Chicago Hope. Okay. Good. And I What did you think about it. him not taking the ring off? Before we talk about that. Okay. I think the Justice for Steve fans are going to be fucking all over the place today. Like, look at him. He opened this <laughs> pipe. Our man, he could find a tool and open anything. Justice for uh-huh. Steve. It's like, oh, guys, come on. I'm one of those people. We'd certainly, you know who's the last person who needs our help? A fictional cis straight white man. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. He's not even real. No, we're like... like, We're ready to storm the Bastille for this guy. mm. I haven't seen this this much ardor. Like, we didn't care this much about, like, Trump. It's, like, people are really, like, getting out there for Steve. Yeah. People are just upset, I think, that Miranda just didn't really seem to care about Steve's feelings. She does not. I will say I thought he and Sarah Jessica Parker were hot on screen together. I was like... Hot. I was like, oh, I was genuinely like leaning in like, are we going there? Are they going to kiss? Are, are Is this? I was like, okay, this will be a wild and just like that storyline. Oh, I was like, I was ready. And honestly, because and just like that is so fucking out there. I was like, there's absolutely a world in which they're like, you know what? Let's throw Steve I and Carrie together. a woman in a white painter's outfit get her flash period. <sighs> Like I, nothing, I put nothing past these writers. They're, they're again, all over the damn place. Again, lest we forget, for the first four episodes of this series, Miranda was an alcoholic. We yeah. also watched Miranda get fingered in Carrie's bathroom in kitchen, kitchen while Carrie pissed the bed. It's like with a snap. We've seen things on this show, so there is a world in which Carrie and Steve are like, "Let's give it a shot." But it made me sad for him. Or maybe even just like a kiss that they regret later. I thought something right. was just going to happen there. I did but too. I thought I felt chemistry. I felt it was a nice moment for Carrie, right? Steve is basically saying, I'm committed. This is, what's the phrase when you get married? Life or death? What's Better the phrase? Better or worse? For, no. Better or for worse? Isn't there a phrase about death when you get married? Tell death yeah. do us part. That's Oh. <laughs> What's the? Thing? I was like the Life and Death Brigade. Are you doing like, another oh. Gilmore Girls reference? I was like, you only die. I was like, live together, die alone. What's yeah. the? Yeah, wow. Till death do us part, and I think that for Steve, and we could be certainly barreling towards a story in which Steve says, "I am committed. I want to be with you. Let's be open." But I am not getting a divorce. But I think what it pre- treats Carrie to is that okay, it is till death do us part. Big is dead. Yeah. There's nothing for me to hold on to here anymore. And I thought it was a nice moment that she can be committed to his memory, but not living in widowhood. Mm-hmm. I think she's she really 
doesn't want to do that. Like she's like, wow, he's gone and he's not coming back and I don't have to like see him out with anyone. It's not like a it's not like a breakup. It's it's done. There's it's also a nice reading. Well, it's not nice, but there's a reading of it is Carrie's looking at Steve like, I don't want to be this fucking loser. That's kind of what I got from it too, <laughs> yeah. that she was like, I don't want to live like that. I'm like, giving I don't it like wanna... this generous reading that it's like in one world, it's okay for Steve to be committed, but Carrie's lo- like death is different. Yeah. Um, but instead, I'm sure Carrie just looked at him like this fucking pathetic asshole. Yeah. Because she's like, why don't – she's like, you don't want to like put yourself out there. And, and she like, was still on. like, you are a wonderful, wonderful man. I was like, keep your pants on, Sarah. You know what I noticed? And I noticed it a lot, but is Carrie, a.k.a. Sarah Jessica Parker, has chemistry with everyone? Peter? Okay. <laughs> Even with Peter. <laughs> she has chemistry with, like, Brady. Like, she just, like, she just has, like, that thing. I actually thought she was relating to Brady, but Brady wasn't relating to her. But Brady's an asshole. Brady is probably, like, my parents made me be a child actor. And now I'm getting roped into this fucking thing. Oh, you mean the actor Niall Cunningham? I was like, yeah. I was like, did I miss a plot line where Brady became an actor? <laughs> yeah, Brady was a Gerber baby. No, the actor. That's probably why he's not very good. Uh, please come on the podcast, Niall. And is it Neil? I don't know. I don't pay attention. <laughs> so that prompts Carrie to then text Peter. And I thought this whole thing could have been better had she texted Aiden. I thought that that was what was going to happen. Because I was like, oh, she's going to text Aiden. Because if this is also right about ma- – if she's putting marriage and right rings, like, behind her, which is something that when you think about Carrie and you think about rings and marriage, I think we go to Aiden more than Big. I thought she was going to put Big's ring on a string. I was just That's like, oh, if, if, for me, I was like, I am thinking so deeply of Aiden in this scene. I think she because be we were told him. he was coming back. But he's not. It was a but trick. Why isn't he? How the fuck? Why do we need another Since scene with Peter? Since when do you want Aiden back? Huh? Since when do you want Aiden back? Since they introduced a worse version of him. Oh, okay. But I also like that the end just like that isn't just about Peter. It's about dancing and going out with Seema. It's about putting yourself back out there in a more active and responsible way. And so I'm glad that while she texts Peter... It wasn't about Peter. We did end in the closet on the text. We ended back with the hot Italian guy and going to the club. Yeah, I There's going to be loving that club, at least for Seema. Seema's getting oh, dicked yeah. down that night. Oh, I can't wait. I hope we see it. Was there anything fashion-wise you really liked? I was really captivated by LTW's whole paint look. Loved it. Well, she was not picking up a... I didn't think we... I don't think we saw her with a oh, paintbrush. Oh, She was busy trying to get food for everyone. She's like, I'm not painting. And she's taking pictures. I liked uh, Miranda's brown brunch look. I thought it was very, it was like a monochromatic brown look. And I do really like Miranda's backpack. That fucking backpack. <laughs> she never not with that backpack. <sighs> it's so annoying. <laughs> I and I thought it. Carrie's date look was beautiful. Oh, um, gorgeous. And obviously we're just obsessed with everything oh, Seema wears. I, I liked her rainbow kind of like robe. She was in in the last scene, like when she texted. Yes, I liked that. That was like comfy, cozy, lounging yeah. around the house. We really cute. know nothing about fashion. We're no. like, I loved that brown look. Well, it was a monochromatic brown moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What do you think? So we're barely now into our last episode. We got no promo for next week. They're not putting one out. I 
no. So what do we, what do we think, where do we think And Just Like That is ending? <sighs> I, I hope we get more ya. of the hot guy, the French guy. <laughs> I think I that's going to be one of the storylines that gets dropped. It'll be so sad. Get him on this podcast. Is he married? Let's look. Uh, but I do, I have no idea of where they could possibly end this show. I, I, have, I don't, I have no clue. Well, we know Miranda is going to dye her hair red. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're, maybe we're getting a montage of that. I mean, maybe Che dies it for her. I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought you were going to say maybe Che dies. <gasps> oh, God. I was like, oh, no. I was like, I don't want to see another funeral quite yet. All right. I, I, oh, we're going to Paris. Oh, yeah. Because they had to... Reshoots, and then yeah. we're going. I, I, do you want her to end with Peter the first season, or should she be no. single if we're going single. into it? Single as fuck. Yeah, I think Peter can be there, but I don't want them to have like a declaration of like togetherness. No, not at all. And I then with Charlotte, that- I don't know what's happening with her storyline. It's a mystery <laughs> to me. I don't <laughs> what know have what these 10 episodes been we watched. Uh, that's what I mean. Like, they keep – I think they put too many big storylines in such a short amount of time that it, like, it didn't work, in my yeah. opinion. Like, the Rock stuff, the Miranda alcoholic stuff, the Che, the Leaving Steve, Carrie – I mean, her husband dies. <laughs> she wrote a book, apparently. She's on a podcast that Lisette loves. I was like, no one's listening to that. Uh, it's weird. I just think it's like all over the place. I would have liked it if they would have just like kept it a little bit more simple, kind of like, I don't know. I feel like too much was going. What's too much? Yeah, I don't know where we're landing with and just like that, but I I don't know. I can't wait to see the finale. And I think I will miss this show when it's done. I know. I don't think I'll ever rewatch it. I can't see myself going back. I would probably rewatch the pilot, the first episode, and then the fingering episode. Yeah, I like the I liked the um, first two episodes a lot. I would not probably rewatch the second one, but definitely the first one. And I think the fifth one with the fingering in the apartment. That is That was an icon. I think it's the episode we've rated the highest of anything yeah, we've seen on this Yeah, we really podcast. enjoyed that. We were like, this is a top five episode of Sex and the City ever. Yeah. But then we've just been on a downhill since then that I think is ultimately going to color how we feel about it and just like that. Unless they stick the landing. Let's, I hope they do. I hope they do too. And, I, and again, I, I hope there's a season two. I don't know what it two. entails. Like, I don't know what that looks like, but I hope it's good. I hope it's good. And I genuinely do want a season two of this show. I do too, but they need to get new writers. I can't take this. I love the writers and I hope one of them will join us. Oh my God. I love the writers. And I've never said anything bad about their work. What would you give this one out of 10? Five. I would probably give it a six and a half. There was some stuff I really liked. Mm Mm-hmm. But then that Charlotte storyline. Like, I actually really liked all the Carrie stuff and the Miranda in the hallway scene I thought was iconic. But yeah. the Charlotte stuff was like, what is happening? All of that for us to get to no strings attached. And it's not even enough of an in sync reference. No. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week to discuss the finale of In Just Like That. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. And check out the other podcasts from The Dip, TV Watch Repeat, Pop Chaser, But Now We Said It, and of course, Hot Off The Mess. 
You can follow us online. I'm at CLewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram, and I'm at Take Your Zoloft on Twitter. And don't forget to stream The Lost Daughter on Netflix. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99.